0: Om Gyanati Muram Dasya Gyanandana Salakaya <laughs> Shakshuram Miritam Yenar Tasmai Siddhur Venamar <clears throat> <clears throat> Jaya Sikh Sena Chaitanya Om Radharanda Shri Adita, Shiva I think I saw I think I hare I
1: I think
0: Krishna, I think Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Hari. Rama, 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 I think it's not, I think it's not, it's not, it's not, it's Think of the I Had
1: because Dekis na hale Kisan 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 Krishna Kade Krishna Krishna
0: Krishna, Krishna, Hari, hari. hari, Ramu, hari Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama
2: okay thank you all right Uh, any water here no
3: recording in progress got it
2: Well, Hare Krishna. Everybody, uh, most welcome. And uh, it's a full house here. And uh, and on the internet, it's, uh, it's 103 people. So very good. We uh, we're happy you're here, and uh, we are in the process of Sabda Parajanisnatam upasamasrayam We are taking shelter of bathing in transcendental sound. Um, and uh, that is uh, that is what we do. That is the Sankirtam movement. Um, um, today, I uh, I want to talk about uh, um, being a sankirtan devotee in vrindavan <laughs> and yeah uh, sankirtan devotees uh, the six goswamis were sankirtan devotees in vrindavan because the six goswamis they were um, they were here but they were thinking of how to reach the world right and not even the world that was living at that time, uh, nowadays, you know, one can be very powerful on a keyboard because one can just reach the entire world. It's at your fingertips. But <coughs> we can see the six Goswamis; swamis, they were reaching many generations that were not yet born. So we can see that their reach by far exceeded the reach of the internet the um, and they wrote uh, they wrote with this in mind they wrote for for future vaishnavas because they understood priti viti yagan yatanagaradigram sarvate prachar that everywhere the preaching about the holy name of krishna would penetrate in every town and village Someone's playing with the switches, you know, like because uh, the camera man wants more light. And, you know, I have a mirror behind my head or something like that, with, with a big light reflection. Anyway, what can you do? You can't win. Um, so, the transcendental sound. Uh-huh. Not the white light. But the uh, but we're focusing on sound. Uh, and this sound is described by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his six asthuk, cetodarpana marjanam. It cleanses the mirror of the heart. And Srila Prabhupada said that uh, so many materialistic activities have created so much dust on the heart, um, and now uh, that dust is being removed. Chetudarpanam marginam. The cleansing begins. chandrika uh, We're speaking about the Kairava. We're speaking about a white lotus flower that blossoms at night. So, uh, So this holy name is appearing in the middle of the darkness of night. Uh, this white lotus by the light of the moon, uh, Gura Chandra, is is opening up in the darkness of night and flourishing in the darkness of night. Um, and Anandam Bodhivardanam, uh, it is increasing the ocean of Transcendental bliss, Param Vidayateshi Krishna Sankirtanam. This is the, uh, the Sankirtan movement. And somehow or other, uh, the Sankirtan movement came into our life, and everyone can, uh, can tell a story. Move, move closer to this man the the 30 centimeters are not allowed <laughs> okay it's it's going and he found a place on the sofa
3: anyway yes
2: so um, the sanketan movement is um came into our life in different ways um Everyone has a story to tell, but as Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur describes in his uh, Kalyana Kalpataru, uh, the, which is the auspicious desire tree, um, that auspicious desire tree of devotional service, it somehow or other entered uh, into our life by the mercy of the devotees because the devotees are looking after this uh, sankirtan movement, yes. So, uh, however Krishna Consciousness came into our life, it had something to do with devotees, right? and they appeared in, uh, in our life. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, someone also making sound. I'm not sure if it's transcendental, but... uh, But the child is certainly... influenced by devotees, right? Uh, There are... uh, There are all kinds of, there are devotees in uh, all throughout society. There are doctors who secretly chant the Maha Mantra when they deliver a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? That's Sankirtan. So there are many tricks going on by which the Sankirtan devotees are somehow or other bringing the mantra into this world. The mantra, the Maha Mantra, is invested with transcendental power. It says, Nam Namakari Sarva Shaktis. Krishna says, In this mantra I have invested all my own potency. In uh, uh, also, Namachintamani Krishna Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha Purna Sudha Nichemuto Abhinat from Nami Nami No. Uh, first of all, that the name is non different from Krishna Himself. Purna Nitya Mukto, it is uh, full, yeah, you know, full, uh, all. It is perfectly pure, uh, and one can attain eternal perfection through this chanting. So devotees um, are touching others and making them aware of the power of the holy name, and gradually. When faith develops, uh, that is what it says. Uh, uh, it said in, in the island of Godrum, Lord Nichananda has opened up a marketplace of the holy name. And Yodinam Bebai, Hama uh, Sangha Chalu Mahajanar Katse Jai If you want to buy the holy name, then you can buy it from from Lloyd Nichananda. And the price for that holy name is Sraddha Bindu, a drop of faith. Uh, There has to be that Sraddha Bindu, that drop of faith. So how to get that drop of faith in the chanting of the holy name? By devotees, by the association of devotees. That is the only way we get that drop of faith. Uh, and therefore there may be uh, some who have heard the holy name but have not developed that faith. Uh, still the name will, uh, will act, but then in the form of Namabas. Uh, but I like to tell the story about uh, uh, Glasnost and Perestroika and how in the history of the Soviet Union, there was uh, the president of the country, or whatever they call him in, uh, in, in the Soviet, uh, he at one point released the devotees, right? And there was a lot of pressure on him, you know, undoubtedly, from many sides. But still, he decided to do it. And uh, it's interesting, his name was Gorbachev, right? So, we used to have a devotee in the Netherlands who was uh, very wealthy at one point in his life. Now a little less than before. But at one point, he had... uh, 350 million uh, euros to his name, according to Fortune magazine.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So, good enough that when Gorbachev came to the Netherlands, that they invited him for lunch. When you have 350 million, then you, you can take lunch with dignitaries. Uh, you know. So anyway, they were taking lunch, but he was a devotee. So he said, you know, Mr Gorbachev said I want to to really thank you for all that you have done because it was your choice you know to start this whole glass north perestroika and uh, you changed things then Gorbachev said ah i thank you so much many people think I was forced. I was forced by the social circumstances. He said, "But it's not a fact. It was my choice." He said, "It was my choice." Yes. Well, if your name is Gorbachev, you know, I don't know how much choice you have. You know, hey, Gore, where are you, Uh, Gore? You know, Uh, Gorbachev, Gore, Gore, Gore. You know, in Hindi, even uh, Bachau, Goor Bachau. Say gore, you know, say the name of gore. So, constantly, uh, Namabhas. uh. So, when we are not having that Sraddha Bindu, when we are not having that, uh, that drop of faith in the name, then, there can be Namabhas. There can be the influence of the name, and there will be agyata Sukriti, there will be unknown spiritual benefit. And so the whole world is benefited by the holy name. Whether they know what's happening or not, the agyata Sukriti is touching the world, the unknown spiritual benefit. But that, of course, is not. Uh, it, that is not a position to stay. Well, one has to come to Sraddha. Therefore, we need, devotees need to offer association. Um, so, very nice. <laughs> so, Srila Prabhupada offered his association in his books right? and then started worldwide book distribution. Śrīla Prabhupāda had a a very interesting definition of Harinām Sankirtan. And that Harinām Sankirtan was not only uh, the direct chanting of the Holy Name, but that Harinām Sankirtan was also service to the Holy Name. So service to the Holy Name uh, and to the movement that is dedicated to the chanting of the holy name. Right? So, this is undoubtedly what it's all about. So nowadays, there's so much service one can do. One can uh, make cookies for the deities or for the devotees. One can uh, one can sit in an office and look important, and one can uh, one can chant the holy name just on the street and do just like raw grassroots type of preaching, one can shake hands of dignitaries and, uh, you know, and so on. There are many, many things to do, but it's all actually part of Sankirtan. And that was Prabhupada's point. It's all serving the holy name. And Prabhupada used the example of a poster of the Indian railways. And he said, on that poster, it showed the wheel of the train and it said that and then it showed a whole bunch of personnel in different uniforms, etc. And all are working to keep the wheels turning, right? That is the point, right? Railway means it has to, uh, has to move, right? So, all are working to make, to, to chant Hare Krishna, right? Sometimes it doesn't look like that. There are moments that we are wondering, are we really working to chant Hare Krishna or are we working so hard that there is no more time to chant Hare Krishna? Uh, That's also there. So we should not get so busy with working to support the Hare Krishna movement that we cannot chant Hare Krishna. We should chant Hare Krishna. And then we can support the Hare Krishna movement. Uh, so, the chanting of Hare Krishna uh, in the association of devotees, it is there uh, where the chanting really develops. The Kalotat Hari Kirtanat, so Hari Kirtan is, or the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, has been uh, emphasized, but of course Sankirtan is, 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 the same, but a little different also, because that element of Sangha comes in, of congregational chanting. And it is there, um, in the association of devotees, that the faith is transferred. So that is essential. That's where the Sraddha Bindu is actually transferred. Um, And of course, we can see how, uh, yeah, Prabhupada uh, made a, a first record, right, with Hare Krishna on the on the front, and then a whole explanation, uh, and how this uh, um, how this uh, this name is coming through the. Uh, various levels, the intellectual, the mental, the essential uh, uh, spheres um, into the material, from the spiritual platform into the material world. So yes, from... So Golokira Primadana Harinama Sankirtana. The holy name is descending. So then, when we develop that initial faith, then we become, uh, we become part of the sankirtan movement, and that, and the more that faith will drive us, that's when we'll start to do service, and that's when we become a sankirtan devotee. Therefore, there's not a single devotee connected to this movement who is not a sankirtan devotee. Everyone is a sankirtan devotee. Uh, whether you like it or not. <laughs> not everyone wants to be a sankirtan devotee, that's another matter, but we are anyway. We are, yeah? when we are part of this movement. So that's why the title of my talk today is A sankirtan devotee in Vrindavan. Uh, it sort of relates to all of us uh, who are here now, Right? And of course, you know, sometimes we wonder, what are we doing here? Some are not wondering what they're doing here. Then I start to worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some are just like, rah, hey, <laughs> rah. I'm wandering through the forests. And I say, okay, drink, <laughs> drink some water. Uh, uh, somehow or other, stay sober, <laughs> huh? stay sober. Um, because the, the, the influence of the material energy is very strong. Huh? And Anadi Bahir Mukha, since time immemorial we have been in the material world and the amount of, uh, of anitas. Uh huh. Hi, Idarto Samne. And you may have to go a little bit towards that side. Ladies have to to the left and men to the right. No problem. Different countries, different ways. In Germany, when the car is leaving at 3.30, then at uh, 3.26, I don't know why, 3.26, everyone goes down and they get into luggage in the car, people in the car, and then when the the seconds are like on the top, exactly, then the the car drives away at 3.30. In Italy, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, not speaking about any other
4: countries.
2: Yes, you have to go now. Okay, have a good journey. Thank you for being here. Hare um, so. Yeah, the, in the 11th Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, there's a, a well-known verse, Devarsiputamta ninam pitrinam karu nayamrini sarajan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Uh, just in the middle of my sloka. God. Um, so in that verse, it basically explains that the devas, the rishis, uh, we have, we are indebted. We are indebted to many. Right from our very birth and some are mentioned that we are indebted to the demigods for all they supply, we are indebted to the sages for whatever knowledge there reaches us, we are indebted to our parents, we are indebted and indebted and indebted. But it says for those who take shelter of Mukunda, the giver of liberation, they are delivered from all debts except one. The debt to the Vaishnavas. The debt to the Vaishnavas remains and only increases because we become more and more indebted to the Vaishnavas. Because we're receiving more and more mercy from the Vaishnavas. Therefore, We'll have to pay back the Vaishnavas, and you know how to pay back the Vaishnavas. Uh, Vaishnavas are paradukaduki. Vaishnavas are, are selfless people who dedicate their lives to somehow or other, uh, pull the conditioned souls out of the material world. So, And when you owe a debt to somebody like that, guess what's going to happen? You've got to be a sankirtan
4: devotee. <laughs>
2: Therefore, everyone in this movement is basically meant to be a Sankirtan devotee. And as soon some may, may resist, some may not. No, sorry, I'm not looking at you in particular. <laughs> pure coincidence. Yeah. No, no, he, he goes, he's looking at me while he's saying this. Is there a special measure, measure, me, message for me? No, there's not. Some may resist, that's okay, but then the Holy Name will not flourish within our heart. The Holy Name will only flourish when we acknowledge our debt and pay our debt. So, therefore, we have to understand a Sankirtan devotee in Vrindavan. And yeah, Srila Prabhupada, of course, was always a Sankirtan devotee when he was in Vrindavan. it's, Prabhupada did go on parikramas and so on, but it wasn't that that's what Prabhupada does, you know. I mean, no, that's one thing Prabhupada also did, but obviously Prabhupada was, you know, developing his Krishna Balaram mandir, and it was meant uh, to be a, uh, a very important place. Uh, initially, at Radha Dhammadar, Srila Prabhupada wanted a uh, Yoga Vija pit, he wanted a Vija pit, he wanted there a place for uh, for studying the the writings of Rupa Goswami uh, in particular. And uh, and he gave lectures there, right, in the courtyard of Radhadamara on the lecture of devotion. And uh, so he wanted a Rupa Nuga Vija pit there a place where the followers of Rupa could study the teachings of Rupa Goswami. He wanted uh, devotees to uh, to thoroughly absorb Krishna Consciousness. Uh, And then he'd send them back out. When a sannyasi would, would arrive, Prabhupada was known to ask questions like, when are you leaving? <laughs> right? So, uh, his mood was very much, he was here, his secretaries were reading out news from the entire world, what was going on. Prabhupada was sitting here in Vrindavan with a worldwide movement in mind, and he was Directing it, and uh, and so on. So certainly, he was not uh, someone who just came to Vrindavan to for the sake of uh, of merely relishing the mercy of the Dham. No, Prabhupada was uh, was relishing the mercy of the Dham like anything, uh, undoubtedly. Uh, he was a resident of the Dham. He was at home in the Dham. But more so, he was concerned with the conditioned souls. Prior to going to America, uh, Prabhupada was known as the Baba who was always typing. Mm-hmm. Yeah? <laughs> he was there as Radha is he was always typing. Uh, he was typing for the world. Yeah? Typing for the world. And in this way, Prabhupada always thought of the world. When Prabhupada um, crossed the ocean with the Jala Dutta and came to New York, and he sat in that small matchless gift storefront, it's it's really, well, it's, it's not any bigger than this apartment. Mm. Right? It's about as cramped as here. <laughs> and so he can just, all you have to do is imagine that you're in matchless gifts, the same feeling of your neighbor sort of sitting almost on your lap, uh, kind of very packed. And Prabhupada was thinking the world. He was thinking. Uh, he, saw, he, he never went to New York to go to New York. Prabhupada went to New York and saw New York as the gateway of the world. And that was it. Through New York, he wanted to reach the world. That was his plan. No other plan. Because the world was always on his mind and nothing less and maybe more. Who knows where he is now and doing the same, right? Maybe in another universe, maybe in another planet. And if you think he's in another planet, which ones do you think he would have gone? To the higher planetary systems or the lower ones? Lower. You think it might be the lower. Some devotees are praying, Oh, let me join Srila Prabhupada. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? <laughs> anyway, one can think like that, but that's only speculation. But it is nice. Um, But yes. Uh, So that spirit of um, of being a sankirtan devotee, that the spirit of being a ghosti anandi and not a bhajan anandi, but always thinking of how to increase the the sangha of devotees, that. is the uh, the ultimate goal. It is not only the ultimate goal of Srila Prabhupada, it is the highest goal. Uh, the highest goal, because it is the goal of Krishna. Uh, if we really look at it, Krishna is trying to increase the ocean of transcendental bliss. Anandam Buddhivardanam. That is his aim. He is trying to increase this ocean of transcendental bliss by Constant glorification, right? And by reciprocation, is akila mrita murti, by entering into rasas of loving exchange. Krishna uh, kirtana gana nartana paro uh, premamritambo nidi. Srinivasaracharya is, is, is speaking about the premamritambo, and he's speaking about this ocean of transcendental love. And we should understand this ocean of transcendental love is eternally increasing in the hearts of of every single living being that is part of it. That ocean of transcendental love exists in the spiritual world. It is like there are unlimited devotees, ten times more than there are in the material world, that are part of it, and they're emerged in that ocean of transcendental love. And Krishna is emerged in that ocean of transcendental love, which is operating by loving exchange, called rasa. And in this way and the purpose of rasa is to ever increase and now on, and to always discuss or experience new rasas. Right? And so in this way, that is the purpose of this movement. Therefore, the true rich Basi is a Sanitatan devotee. That is what we have to understand. And this was why Prabhupada was the greatest. Why by far, he there was no Baba who was his match. He was the greatest because he was a sankatana devotee. Okay. Um, now, Kadambakana Swami needs a small break because he still has some issues. So, <coughs> Kadada, why don't you start a few minutes kirtan. While, while I am... <clears throat> I'm going to be right back. You have to make a pass away. Yeah. That's fine. Can you just go
4: that way? Recording good. Recording stopped.
5: Hare hardy, Hare 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 Krishna kissing, Krishna kissing, hardy, Hare hardy, Sena, how they Krishna, Krishna, Kiss <laughs> hare, hare now. hare they Rama Rama, hare hare, hare Krishna, hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, hare hare, No, it's no, not.
2: Okay, so uh, we'll take some questions, because there's plenty of people, and uh, I think we're sort of uh, breaking even in terms of people, well you got 146 online, I guess you got a few more than we have here, but uh, we'll see where the question, okay, Mehta, aka Kushta Kirtan Das, has his hand up first. <laughs> Hare Krishna, I didn't call on you, I just ah. said you had your hand up. but that's okay, you are okay, welcome, okay. you- no, 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 you're welcome, I'm teasing you.
6: Okay. Um, Maharaj, uh, you say that uh, the best of the Brajabhastis is a sankirtan devotee, I'm citing the example of Prabhupada. Uh, yeah, you just froze, it's I a, a sankirtan devotee. Yes, is a sankirtan. So, when... So you, you're referring to yourself and the devotees there. Myself, in- hey, hey, ho, 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 ho! <laughs> I
2: refer to Śrīla Prabhupada. No,
6: no, no, you said, and and all of us here who are living here in Vrindavan, we're sank, we we need to be sankirtan devotees. So, so no, I, we are
2: sankirtan devotees.
6: We are, we, about are we, we are, we are. So, so when, when when we're in the West, West and, there's and there's a desire to, to be in Vrindavan, not only to be with you, but just as an
4: aspiration
6: to be in Vindavan, how, how do we... Could you comment on that? Like when So, on one side there's many devotees living in Vindavan, and we're doing sankirtan there, but then when we're in the West we're doing sankirtan, but we want to be in Vindavan. Why are we not just content in being in the West and doing sankirtan?
2: No, no, we are in Vindavan, and we may also appreciate Vindavan. It's not that the sankirtan devotees is not relishing it is said as the sankirtan devotee there are two types of devotees the bhajan anandi and the ghostyanandi. anandi the bhajan anandi is absorbed in his own uh, his own bhajan and his objective is his own salvation and the development of his own krishna prema and relishing the gosthi anandi said is a bhajan anandi who shares his Krishna consciousness with others. When Sanatan Goswami was in Vrindavan, he was relishing and at the same time sharing with everyone in Vrindavan. When Sanatan Goswami would preach, he wasn't preaching in the mood from, well, what shall I say now? Uh, you know, uh, what strategy shall I have today, you know, so that like I can reach them? No, uh, it was just overflowing, you know, his mouth, it is just coming out of his mouth naturally. He just shared his ecstasies, proper the same. He says, these purports, they are my ecstasies, right? So, uh, being a ghosty Anandi doesn't exclude relishing and, uh, and, and experiencing the ecstasies. But it, it does, there is a different mood, there is a mood of, uh, we are here, absorbing, and we're also thinking of how to pass on the mercy. That element is also there, even while we are here. When we can share, we're happy to do so. So in that sense, we don't uh, just shut ourselves off the world and just like yeah you know just absorbed in that transcendental reality no we 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 appreciate we relish we are happy but we remain open to uh, to share because we know that's the most pleasing to krishna this morning i was listening to a lecture you know during my puja and there the point was raised when there is some some lady and Krishna desires to enjoy with that lady, then Radharani will go to that lady and beg her to come and bring her to Krishna. Right? Somehow or other. Yes.
6: That's nice. Thank you for sharing. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Okay, one question here.
3: Um, I have a question. When you said uh, Sri Prabhupada had an interesting definition of Harinam, how he also talked about doing service, that had reminded me of a question I had had when a devotee told me we need to have faith in chanting, that, that chanting is going to deliver us. And it immediately came to mind how you always talked about it's about doing something. So the first part of my question, I guess, would be, would chanting be enough to deliver us, just chanting arounds, or it also has to be uh, in conjunction with doing service? And the next yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, is the chanting... Uh, is the chanting in itself sufficient? Uh, or does it have to be in conjunction with devotional service? No, the chanting in itself is... Is... Uh, is to, uh, somebody is flashing, if I could give a plus in French. <laughs> okay, sorry, there's this pop-up menu. <laughs> Got a little distracted, I'll start again.
4: Uh,
2: uh-huh. Okay, so chanting in itself is, is adequate, if we chant purely. But that is the question. We are not chanting purely. I mean, we are chanting broken names. Right? We are chanting with uh, still offenses. You know, we're trying to get over it. Uh, so um, that is the clearing stage of chanting. There's the offensive stage of chanting, where one commits offenses, but, uh, and one doesn't care. And in the clearing stage, one cares about the offences one makes, but one still makes them, right? It, it happens, you know. Uh, do not blaspheme the devotees. Well, uh, um, who could say they didn't blaspheme the devotee yet today? <laughs> Let's think about it. <laughs> that, that we may not remember, because usually it's like,
0: yeah, somebody, you know. You know. <laughs>
2: Probably we already did it right so this is the is the nature of our situation the of it's not that sometimes we are making one of the offenses it's basically our normal state of being, and we're trying to rise above it and uh, therefore, our chanting right now is is uh, is not going to give us um, that much ecstasy that is going to sustain us. So we'll chant and we'll be restless. And uh, so how long can we chant? One hour? Two hours? Non-stop, without saying anything. Two hours? Three hours? Without saying anything. Four hours? (laughs) Still not saying anything else. Start sweating. Uh, five, five, five hours. Uh, blood pressure is rising to dangerous levels. So, yeah. I mean, it's like not easy. You know, how long can we chant? Steam comes out of your ears. And it's like, I mean, okay. Uh, what are we doing today? Uh, chanting, you know? Uh, or anything else? Uh, what do we do after chanting? Oh, war chanting. Okay, like
4: uh,
2: it gets a little bit difficult for us, right? so we need a variety of activity just to satisfy our minds and senses. Otherwise, they explode. They go crazy. Kamadinam kotida punita karuna The mercif- merciless senses are bombarding us constantly. You know, like and. Uh, like uh, you know we finally defrosted the freezer in the in the in the fridge there was an impressive block of ice in there a solid right there's a solid block of ice and a second block hanging under the freezing compartment so it was time and there still was some ice-cream in there from (laughs) September. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) so it was of course a big thing to defrost the fridge. (laughs) And uh, anyway, so the ice-cream was devoured today. we'll hear tomorrow how it went. (laughs) But, you know, what you are going to do? The mind is like that. Your mind knows there is ice cream in the block of ice. You know, know, your mind knows it. Mind's thinking, that ice cream is still there. It must be still good, you know. I'm sure it is okay. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Would you like to try some? (laughs) But whatever. Uh, It went like that this morning. And someone gave it away to someone else and then said, I would have had it myself.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, hmm.
2: <laughs> but So there always is sense gratification in the mind. It's already there. So many thoughts of sense enjoyment. Right? The other day there was a mother of a kid uh, who said to me, kids want only fun. They want only fun, all the time right? That's kids. Some of us never grow up. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you know, 65 and still a kid, you know? <laughs> you want only fun, right? Yeah, so it's not so easy, not so easy to just chant Hare Krishna. Therefore, we do things, and then we do some things, you know, that come easy, like, uh, Nowadays, everyone grew up with a computer, so you can always do something with a computer for Krishna. You know? <tongue> <tongue> uh, can drive for Krishna, you know. <tongue> you know? like uh... <laughs> Okay, you can do that. You <laughs> right, can oh, sing for Krishna, dance for Krishna. We find something that we like and engage in the service of Krishna. And if we don't do that, we'll explode that's why we can't chant all the time it's not possible at this stage only when one you know here's haridas takur in the dead of night this prostitute she she comes right i like the story a lot and uh, and i connect it to a pilgrimage that we made to bangladesh to the place where bainapal where this pastime take took place when we i thought before so I'm going to sit down there and chant a lot of rounds you know, and pray to Haridas for the strength to chant the holy name. But when I came there, there was uh, a big deity of Lakshahira, the prostitute, next to Haridas. I was a bit shocked, you know, he is this prostitute deity. And it's sort of, <laughs> well, I didn't expect it, you know, I had sort of Thought Harry does, Harry does, and suddenly there's full 3D and, and the whole thing. And then, uh, well, I, I start thinking about the story, and I remember uh, the story very well. And um, so she was hired, you know, to make him fall down, and it was by a. Uh, big Zamindar, a big administrator of a particular land area. So this Zamindar, he had his own constables, his own police. So he said, you make him fall down and I will send my constables with you. She said, no, first let me have union with him once. And then the second night you can send your constables. Now, so I like this part because she obviously had more than professional interest. It wasn't just about the money. She was also interested in, you know, in Haridas, otherwise she would have said, yeah, sure, you know, okay, give us the cash, right? No, she said second. second night, you know, so she wanted to enjoy with Haridas. There was lust involved. So here is this prostitute, the symbol of lust, And then, by the association of Haridas, she starts to chant, you know, 300,000 names a day. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, whether we can chant 300,000 names a day or not, I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But, if you you do chant 300,000 names a day, or on one day, you might wind up in the hospital the next day, you know, <laughs> just, just to recover, right? Because 300, it's 192 rounds, 192 rounds. It's, it's a big number. And for any of us, right, 192 rounds is like... Uh, so, uh, the point is, she did it every day. How is it possible? You cannot maintain that number of rounds unless there is a higher taste, unless there is is some love, unless there is attraction. So what did Haridas do? He transformed this prostitute who was a symbol of lust to a point where she had love for Krishna. So my prayer to Haridas changed. And instead of asking him for the power to chant, which was what I was going to do, I asked him for the power to overcome lust. So here we are, chanting with lust. So now what to do? So engage the senses. Yeah. Then, um, OK, don't mind if I ask a personal question. Um, do you get mental sometimes?
4: Too
2: <laughs> Yes. Uh, I think if I ask that question around the room, uh, everybody will say, yes, we are regularly on the mental platform. It's, a, it's kind of home, sweet home, view. <laughs> here we are again, on the mental platform, yay, right? So, yeah, it feels comfy. So here, on this, so then... When you allow the mind to mill and mill and mill and mill, then uh, it goes, it, it can really uh, take over. <laughs> Therefore, we have to engage that mind also, and, you know, not only like work with the hands, but also something that engages our, our mind, planning, you know, like the ideas, Krishna. So, we engage the mental platform, <coughs> <coughs> are there some intellectuals in the room, right? Well, everyone nowadays is a little intellectual. Everyone is educated. No one is, uh, you know... Everyone can read and write, yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Or if not, it's also good, as long as you chant. But... But, yeah, we're living in a world where we're all educated to death. and and are are learning all kinds of things that we, we, as we're learning them, we're wondering why on earth am I learning this? But anyway, uh, so to an extent all of us have an intellectual life so then we need to also engage our intellect and so, we, all, we also need philosophy. We also need to understand, why? Why? Why have to chant Hare
4: Krishna? Right. Hmm. Yes, yeah.
2: we have to know why. Otherwise, why would we do it? Hmm. So like this, we require, um, we require to engage all these levels. That's the current situation therefore just chanting Hare Krishna is impossible for us and uh, we need to engage the senses the mind the intellect also in service to Krishna oh now you have part
3: two it's connected Eh? yeah I love that answer thank you Maharaj and as far as doing service um, how can we also then know that We've done, like it's always easy for me to look back and think I could have done more, I could have put more effort. How can we know we've done enough so that when we reach the end of our journey here in this world, we can think, okay, I feel content in my heart that I can be delivered with what I've done and that it was enough?
2: Well, you know, I guess it's quite normal to think uh, I should have done more and uh, I didn't do enough. And uh, if at the end of life we feel like that, I didn't do enough, that's when we turn to the, that's when we look for mercy. Mm. Then mercy is what has to make up when we haven't done enough. Mm. I'm in that boat now. Mm. I look back and think, I could have done more, could have done better. And You can shake your head, but you don't know. You don't know how much I held back, my friend. Mm. You don't know. You just see the outside. No. No, I could have done more. But still, there's a lot of mercy out there. So, you also have to. It's not all about sadhana, right? Are you chanting perfectly? Have you chanted one pure holy name in your life? Like that, you know?
1: I don't, I don't think so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in that case, you know, it's time for some mercy. So yeah, I need lots of mercy. You already got it. You already got it. So now, don't, now, now look at all the mercy you got throughout your life. And it's still with you. And all the great personalities who blessed you. And they're still blessing you. Like that. Okay, Madhu
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Hare go.
3: Kumarash, I sent uh, my question to your... Um,
2: no.
4: Because,
6: like... oh,
2: no. But I don't have my phone. Sorry. I left the phone in the room. Okay. I don't carry it in my pocket. It's such a monster. <laughs> just, just try with your English, and I'll translate it into into.
3: Okay, I I write it.
2: <coughs> just say it in simple Czech, broken yeah, Czech I, English. I have here, yeah. Okay.
3: I learned from the story of Bali Maharaja that he was a gripasidha you Once
2: upon a time when we distribute books made in okay. Uh, okay, but hold on, wait, because you're you're gonna make it a question so long and I have to repeat it to the devotees. Because they can't hear you. It's about Bali Maharaj and being a Kripa Siddha. Huh? Bali Maharaj got the mercy of Vamanadev. So he's a Kripa Siddha.
3: Once upon a time we distribute books, made in Brno, we met Christians who uh, argued...
2: Once upon a time they were distributing books and they met Christians...
3: ...who argued that it's not possible to achieve cleansing from sins by our own efforts...
2: ...who said that it's not possible to achieve uh, cleansing of sins by our own effort...
6: But only by accepting Jesus.
2: But only by accepting
6: Jesus,
3: (laughs) and everything will be arranged automatically.
2: Yeah, that's very good. And what did you say?
3: And my question is.
2: What was your? I want to know what your answer was. (laughs)
3: My question is, this is, because the, case of this is the first to who out the grace of the Supreme Lord in previous life and has now receive His grace seemingly for no reason.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a previous life, this, that. Well, my friend, before we go grace from previous life and grace from this life and grace, you know, let's first go to... To Jesus.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, come on, you know, you brought up Jesus. Now, yes, so if you accept Jesus, right, then you can be delivered from all sins. They're right. But the problem is that most are just hypocrites and are just rendering lip service and they're not really accepting Jesus because they're not really dedicating their whole life 24 hours a day in the service of Jesus. They're not becoming like Jesus. They're not going around the world selflessly delivering the conditioned souls. Therefore, the only ones nowadays, the only true Christians are the Hare
4: Krishna's.
2: Okay, ready to join? (laughs) Merry Christmas! (laughs) Now, as far as grace from last life, and grace from the life before, and lots of grace smeared out like butter thin over the bread of many lives, Fine, you know, I have no problem with it. Yes, that can be. That's possible. Okay, any question here? Loud and clear. Don't say Hare Krishna, just tell me the question. Um I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about chanting with Sankopa. I don't know. You have to talk to in about that. <laughs> He introduces those things. Sankalpa just means your goal. Your sankalpa means what, it, what you fix your mind on. So, we always chant with sankalpa, I hope. I mean, I hope our mind is always fixed on, on pure devotional service. Our sankalpa is Anyabhilasita sunyam jnana avritam. Krishna, Bhakti Uttama That's our Sankalpa. That's what it means. Living with Sankalpa, chanting with Sankalpa, sleeping with Sankalpa, eating with Sankalpa, right? Eating with that verse, you know? We live our lives with Anyabilāsitā That's our determination. We are Rūpa Nūgas, isn't it? Following Rūpa Goswami. That's what Rūpa Goswami that's the central uh, message and the So that's my understanding. But such may have a whole thing worked out, which you probably heard in a Japa retreat, and then you can ask more about that. Yeah. Um, anybody else? Any men, yeah.
6: Maharaj, uh, I mean, I've been here for a couple of weeks now and uh, uh, I've had a chance to uh, speak to many devotees and uh, uh, hear some of your stories. So, I mean, mostly good. Uh, <laughs> you know some of my stories. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just wanted to ask um, once you uh, joined Chris- Krishna consciousness, uh, was there ever a time when you felt, or any incident which made you feel, uh, why am I here or what am I doing?
3: And how did
2: you do with it? Well, in the beginning, um, I would have these mood swings every five minutes.
4: <laughs>
2: you know, uh, it's like at one moment I thought this is the greatest thing, and the next moment I was thinking I have got to get out of here. <laughs>
4: uh-huh.
2: So uh, it was ve- both were very strong feelings. Uh, so, but I kind of stayed. Um, Um, externally and uh, yeah, over time it got better over time um, it came to a point where I said yes this is the uh, this is the only way to live Uh, with Krishna consciousness then you have to figure out how you're going to do it, and how you can do it. Some people live in a temple, some people live in a private situation. You can practice in, in any condition suitable for you. But, you know, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? So what if Krishna is not God? Too bad. (laughs) What a bummer. He he really would have been a good god. (laughs) If you think about it, he he really you know he looks like fun, you know. And then I'm back, you know. Is it is it Jehovah or is it Allah? And go like I don't know. It's a tough choice, you know. Uh, It's like black clothes and and repent, oh sinner, and all that, difficult, difficult. Uh, 17 maidens in heaven, I don't know, I don't even want 17 maidens, gosh. (laughs) What does the sannyasi do in such a
4: situation?
2: (laughs) Uh, No, I think with Krishna, We really have a very uh, good package, (laughs) and I think that's what you have to look at at the Krishna package. Krishna, as 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 the supreme personality of Godhead, is uh, yeah. There are so many aspects to his um, to to uh, the way he uh, he's organized things, you know. Uh, he's not like a god who is uh, trying, is managing this world. He is aloof from it. That makes sense. He himself is engaged with eternally liberated devotees in, in, in pleasure pastimes. That makes sense. Why would he uh, be sitting here with a supercomputer managing, uh, you know, rain in, uh, and, and rain and sunshine and daily things, food for all the living beings. Why would He? You see? So He's not like a managing God. He Everything goes on by His will. But He is actually enjoying. So if you go deep into the theology of Krishna consciousness, you see it's very complete. Then if you go into Krishna's persona, you see it's very uh, very complete, you look at Krishna's pastimes, very intriguing. Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I was reading something nice, you know, and it was like the cowherd boys in Vrindavan, they were running to keep up with the current of the river. And they just kept on running and running, and the river was moving swiftly, and they were running swiftly. Then, when the cowherd boys got tired, then Krishna arranged that the river stopped flowing. And Krishna said, "The river is tired, so we should take rest."
4: <laughs>
2: then all the boys took rest. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so uh, such amazing pastimes. Just very nice, full of of taste. So young. But if you don't like, you can take one of the Abrahamic... Uh. (laughs) you can, you know... You can uh, become... uh, You know, follow Adi Shankar and and this whole world is Maya.
0: Um.
2: It's all Maya. And you have to avoid it. (laughs) It looks good, it's Maya. you can't have any of it nothing it's like that ice cream in the freezer <laughs> it's my <Maya. laughs> you can't have it <clears throat> whereas if you offer the ice cream to krishna you can have it that's yes, anything that's connected with krishna is real So, you have to be philosophically, you have to go deeper into the philosophy. Then your mind will become more convinced, then you'll be peaceful. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess online, Sukianti.
4: Can you hear me? Yeah. If you...
6: um I'm just accepting the wrong. I'm reading the bread Padu right now, and I'm just reaching Udeva. But there's something that kind of disturbs me. Oh. Every devotee that Narada Muti meets with, they're just saying, No, we don't get. Krishna's mercy, we're not what you're looking for. And I'm wondering, why are they not grateful for whatever mercy they are getting? I mean, okay, the devotees will get more mercy, but should we always just think, like, it's not good enough, and we're not getting
4: anything, and kind of, it's really...
2: Uh, Different moods, different moods. Liberated devotees also go through different moods. They are attached to Krishna so because they're so attached to krishna they're just feeling like a moment is like 12 years or more although it's only a moment so you're just seeing the intensity of their separation that's what it is and uh, which shows the depth of their love And the moment is like 12 years or more, and therefore they're feeling, oh, we're not getting that mercy because we can't live without it. Of course we're getting mercy, of course we got so much mercy, of course we are grateful. But they're no longer acting on a rational platform. You know, when you start looking, I have to be grateful for all the good things I got in my life, then you're rational. But when you're emotional, right? Then it's just all feeling, and you're just feeling like Krishna's not here now, and it's too much, and I can't tolerate this. And therefore, I can't bear it any longer. See? So, no, they're full of gratefulness, full of love, but, you know, they're emotional, not rational.
6: Another
4: question. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You
6: mentioned at the end of your talk that um, Radharani is eager to see others with Krishna, but she was very angry when Tulsi, when Vrindadevi was with Krishna. Was that was
2: an about. arrangement. I was a. When you look at the stories of anger and from the Garga Samhita, the story, that's an external story. It has nothing to do with with the deep internal sentiments, but it was simply an arrangement so that through some so-called curses, they all came to the material world. So that was just Krishna's transcendental plan. You see, you cannot see that they were really cursing and counter-cursing. That's not the spiritual world. So these are are, the external parts played in a drama to fulfill Krishna's desire. Okay, Um, now I'm taking... uh, uh, Adi Ras, and then Swellen, who had a hand up, but it's gone now, but I saw it, and then I'll go to... Yeah, her hand is back. Okay, Adi Ras, quick. shoot yeah. she's Yes, so yes we hear, Maharaji, that uh, we should do devotional services
6: for the pleasure of Krishna, like yeah.
2: chanting
3: a japa, <coughs> going to temple, yeah? Uh-huh. So, how to develop that consciousness
2: that when, when we become program? Yeah. Devotional service, bhakti mamabhijanati, it comes from devotional service. Anaita pasamam that bhakti yoga madoksha jay. The heart gets purified by devotional service. So, gradually, our self centeredness is getting purified in devotional service. Then, by the association of advanced devotees, we can quickly advance. And in that way, some taste will come, and then we can actually relish pure devotional service, like that. Okay, first now, Sue Ellen. How are you?
7: I'm good, how are you?
2: Okay, yeah, also good. <laughs> as good as it comes, yeah but still carrying a material body around, and that's a bit of a drag.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, as a neophyte, it's a very hard still for me to stick with 16 rounds and trying to push myself through. And I know we need to be engaged in the, in the devotional service, this is, it, it's still hard for me to understand and to push it through, because as a yogi, um, I learned how to purify the body and the mind and then we are able to chant. So sometimes I am in my mat and I say, oh, should I spend more time here or should I just make some effort to do more rounds in my day? So it's like I'm a more um, concerned about purifying myself, like, mm. oh, my body and my to yeah.
2: still my mind to yeah. the mantra. So, um, the mantra. Now you're now you with your parents, right, in Brazil, but I think, you know, that you need to be with devotees. If you are with devotees, then you just get that energy and then together with other devotees, you can do it. So somewhere in the world, you got to find some devotees you can be with. And when you're with devotees, it starts to happen because alone is too difficult. It's just too difficult. And, and, yeah, and not only for you, for all of us, we need to be with devotees. So you're at the stage, you are having attraction to devotional service, you have some faith in it, but, you know, when you were in Vrindavan, you, you were all the time with devotees, and it was like very, uh, very easy, and there was that energy from Vrindavan. So, you you got to be with devotees, maybe you've got to come back to Vrindavan. That's one one possibility you know or if that's too far and too expensive then some devotees that are closer huh?
7: yes so when you were mentioning that we need to like be in vrindavan and do some kirtan especially we need you mean being physically present in
2: no, no, no 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 <laughs> no I meant that's some of us are physically present but what i really meant is vrindavan is the mood of serving krishna purely with love very exalted uh, and we are always glorifying krishna so these two sides are always there now for you what is what is now needed is to to or other be with devotees who are engaged in sankirtan uh, who are chanting and then you will also do it yeah okay yeah thank okay. you thank you okay now we go back and then i will escape again mm-hmm. <laughs> yes Hare Krishna. mahajan
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was under the that. Yeah, your, your yeah, hand. Yeah. Suhrabi's daughter,
3: Yashoda, she asked last time, who is stronger, Balaram or Krishna?
0: Ah, uh-huh.
2: who is stronger, Balaram or Krishna? <laughs> well, Balaram has this name, Bala, which, which means strong, right? Yes, so is it Balaram or is it Krishna? But Prabhupada said, Balaram is leaning on Krishna's shoulder. Does he understand English? Or should I should have said... Okay, then I'm going to do it in German also. Balaram, Balaram is leaning on Krishna's shoulder. Therefore, Krishna is stronger. So, wer ist stärker. Krishna oder Balaram? Das ist eine gute Frage. Und ja, wie beantworten wir das? Sehr einfach doch. Balla bedeutet Kraft, ja? Der Balaram, der hat richtig Kraft, ja? Der muss dann doch sicher stärker sein? Nein, weil Balaram, der nutzt den Schulter von Krishna als seine Unterstützung. Deswegen. Deswegen verstehen wir, dass Krishna stärker ist als Balaram.
4: Wow! <lacht> <lacht>
2: That's also German.
4: <lacht> okay.
2: Ich konnte es nicht gut hören. Was sagt sie? Sag mal laut. Yes, Surabi. nicht. Hä? She will send it, Yashoda in Surabi. Yes, in Surabi. Yes, er in Leipzig. Okay, very good, very good. Super. Sehr, Sehr, gut.
3: good. Very good. Very good. Very
2: good. Cool, 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 Thank you very much. Okay, I have to uh, end the program because nature has just decided that the end has come. How to I do it. I'll this thing?